Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the founder and head coach at Straight Shot Training, a personal training company that helps people of all fitness levels build strength and confidence both in and out of the gym with focused workouts and expert coaching. If you couldn't hear Delaney's coffee cup hitting the table, <laughs> we're doing the intro live. Hello, Delaney. Hi. So, Sorry. I'm uh, joined today by Coach Delaney Bodner. We're going to go through some things today on what to expect during your first personal training session, some things before the session that you can do to help you be better prepared and some things that you can do after your first personal training session to help you make the most of your recovery afterwards. So Delaney, someone just signed up for personal training, maybe during our Black Friday sale that we're going to talk about in a second, but what should they do before they get to their first session? Um, So before you get to your first session, the night before, try and get a good night's sleep. So seven to eight hours. Um... Make it as a as restful as wait yeah restful not restless as restful <laughs> as possible, um, and so like even if you have to go to bed extra early, go to bed extra early, um, and then the morning of or the day of, make sure you definitely eat before your first session, like a hundred percent. So a well-rounded meal, protein, carbs. Fat, however you prefer to get that in, but make sure you're getting enough protein and carbs to keep you fueled for the session. How many hours before the session are you talking? I would do about two. Two hours. Yeah. To be yeah. safe. I mean, I, I can eat closer to workouts, but you're yeah. right. A lot of people you want to have the food not in your stomach. So two hours yeah. beforehand. <laughs> now, if somebody has a morning session, like a lighter snack beforehand yeah. is fine. Um, if it's a later session in the day, you want to make sure that you actually have like an actual full meal. Right. In At least. several hours before your session. Okay, yeah. sleep, eat, what else? Um, make sure you are hydrated. So as soon as you wake up, drink plenty of water. Um, the more hydrated you are for your session, the less likely you will be to get dehydrated yes. from your session, um, especially if you sweat a lot. Um, um, oh, try and get there. You don't have to get there super early, but get there on time, maybe like 5 10 minutes early um if it's a zoom session you don't necessarily have to worry about that but if it's a zoom session just make sure and if you're with one of us coaches we'll text you and make sure you're ready on time but just make sure you're prepared um for anything in facility you can get here hop on the rower or a bike um and then your coach will immediately introduce themselves to you as soon as they're ready and they're done with their client before you and then they can come say hi Yeah, because this is, I think it's important for us to note, this is for a session that you're doing with us in a facility or if it's a Zoom session, like you still need to approach it as this is your workout time. (laughs) I know sometimes the tendency, uh, and this is not saying that our our clients do this because they are good about warming up, but a lot of people may think, okay, if I have the Zoom session, I can be doing whatever I want to literally right up until the time of my session turn my camera on and start working out. Yeah. Which technically, yes, because <laughs> you have the, the flexibility to do that with, with virtual sessions, but you still need to make sure that you have made that transition between, from your working time to your working out time yeah. and that you're hydrated and that you've eaten enough and maybe you are somewhat warmed up, not going straight from like sitting for the past four hours to immediately <laughs> hopping on a Zoom session. Yeah. So I think it's important to say to you know, arrive a little bit early to warm up. So if you want to come in 
to the facility five, 10 minutes early and hop on a row or hop on a bike, you don't have to wait for the coach to tell you to do that no. here. And no. I know that because we're a private studio, a lot of times when people come in, they, it is a little awkward when you first come in, which yeah. is why we're making this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so people know, just come in, drop your stuff in a locker and just start getting on a bike or a rower. Um, I've, some of my morning session people are so comfortable with it they'll start doing walking lunges on the turf mm-hmm. or they'll just start pushing a sled which i think is awesome <laughs> nice. so yeah just, just come and make the place your own and, and start warming up uh, and that's leading up to your session and now a lot of people though whenever they first start training they don't even know what happens in a session yeah so let's say you know you you talk to your coach they said hey make sure that you sleep by the night before that you eat before you get to your session a few hours before make sure you're hydrated get here five minutes early to warm up but the session starts. What should somebody expect from their first personal training session once their time with the trainer actually starts? Um, so when you first meet your coach, uh, especially in person, um, the coach will come up to you, introduce themselves. You probably at that point have already been in communication with them like via text or email before your session. But if this is an in-person session, this will be your first time meeting them face-to-face. So your coach will introduce themselves. Um, if you're in a semi-private session, which is our really tiny, um, four people or less, so it's basically a small group, um, the coach will also introduce you to the other clients within that group, just so that way you're comfortable with everybody else there and they know who you are. Um, that way that's not super awkward. Um, It'll, it might still be a still little be awkward. awkward. Yeah. If you're coaching, yeah. you'll find a way to make it awkward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but Um, And then the coach will lead you into your prehab warm-ups, which are separate from your warm-ups on the rower. So prehab is basically a really fancy term for preventative exercises. Um, It's not physical therapy, but it's like the training version of physical therapy. Um, And it primes your body for the movements you're going to do for the day. So it's kind of like a warm-up. And your coaches will take you through that. Um, And then from there, they'll go into the rest of the session. Yeah, and this is something, this is kind of one of the, the ways that we systematize, systematize, systematize. Yeah, all, all, of our, uh, all of our sessions is, it doesn't matter what you're coming in for, what your goals are, whether you're in a group or an individual, we have a way of, of doing things. So there's a flow to our sessions. So right. we always make sure that we start and end on time and that we accomplish what we're there to accomplish. So prehab for one person might look very different than yeah. somebody else. Now the prehab in our semi-private groups is pretty standard, but even within that, there might be four different variations of that exercise for the four people in that session, because that's what we do here. We, we specialize in one-on-one as small groups, yeah. very, very small groups, just four people. So if it's a, a shoulder you know, rotator cuff exercise that we're doing for stability before we do an overhead press that day, you might have four different variations on that because there's four unique, there's actually eight unique shoulders in your class, <laughs> yeah. and you might need to be doing some different stuff. But everybody needs, to, we always want to make sure that everyone, no matter what their goals are, gets a general warm up and a specific warm up. Yeah. And that's what that first piece is. And then you talk, um, you're getting into now the next piece, which is typically whatever the main movements are that you're focusing on for that day. Yeah. Is what you move into. And same thing, it's going to vary. But typically, there's going to be something that you're working on that's kind of the big focus for the day. So yeah. what does that look like? The next thing that you roll into, let's say warm-up is completely done. What are you going to do next? Oh, after that, so it depends. Um, if you're doing a one-on-one, it might look totally different from 
the semi-privates. Um, yeah. It's going to be completely tailored to you. If you're in the semi-private session, um, specifically to the phase of training that we're in right now with our semi-privates, we'll move into a big lift. But for somebody who's who never heard the term big lift oh, before. We'll move into like a really like a cornerstone lift that's like, hang on, no, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think, I think, but I think that you were onto something there with, with that. So it's a big lift typically mean, we mean like multi-joint movements, like a yeah, squat, a deadlift, compound. and overhead press. But right now you're talking about like squat, bench, deadlift, and overhead press are kind of the cornerstone movements. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we're doing variations of those right now. We're doing front squat, rack pull, uh, bench press, and... Um, then we cycle in, we're rotating some of push press and pull-ups in there. Yeah. Uh, but the main three we're focusing on is bench press, front squat, and rack pulls. And so in this training cycle, we're doing that lift just by itself, and we're ramping up weight to a heavy three by the time that we're done that. But in other cycles, we might do a heavy superset, two different exercises back and forth together. But one of those movements is a main movement that we're focusing on for six weeks six to eight weeks and we're gradually adding weight to that lift every single week but like you said in a one-on-one the one-on-one sessions are tailored to that person's goal so they might want to get better at maybe hang power cleans if they're working with you on olympic (laughs) lifts or maybe back squats or deadlifts or pull-ups or something and whatever that person whatever we're really trying to focus on for that person we prioritize in the beginning of their sessions right exactly so then where do we go from there let's say we've done our heavy lifts for the day and heavy is relative again to your goals but where do we go from there in the session typically from there we'll go into um either supersets or accessory work that which is just a fancy term for um exercises that aren't those big compound lifts but that help you get better at those big compound lifts by training other uh other muscles and training the way you move that mimics the movement (laughs) in the heavier lifts so for example (laughs) um front we'll take front squat so for example if the bigger lift of the day was front squat we'll do a superset um, and within that superset, there'll be an exercise, say, for example, split squats. That's going to help strengthen up your quads, um, work on that knee range of motion, which carries over really nicely to a front squat. But then you also get, um, within those supersets of the day, you also get opposing muscle groups that are going to be worked. So we're not just torching your legs one day and then upper body the next oh, yeah, day. Like, always, it's very yeah. balanced. Like you'll get like an upper pull and an upper push and a lower pull and a lower push. So you get a good variety within yeah. that day. Now in our semi-private sessions, these are full body workouts. Correct. You can come one, yeah. two or three times a week. In the one-on-one sessions, depending on how often you're training, sometimes it'll be maybe upper body one day, lower body another yeah. day. And if somebody wants to train five days a week and they want to do what we call like a, a bro split where they <laughs> yeah. did, you know, muscle groups each day, that that's totally fine if that's that's, that's what your goal is yeah. most of the people that we work with though if you're looking for general fitness and they're training you know two to four times a week are doing full body workouts right exactly. um, now we keep throwing around the word superset and i know we've explained it before on the podcast but i want to make sure that people understand what a superset is because i had somebody ask about it this week they asked me what the difference was between a superset and a circuit mm-hmm. as well so what is a superset a superset is just when you combine two exercises into one set, which therefore makes it a, a super set because it's a big gigantic set <laughs> versus just doing a set of one exercise. Um, and a circuit is three or more. 
that are combined together and you go around and around, which is why it's called a circuit, almost like if you were to look at like an electrical circuit. Um, Rick Jones, if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, you can tell me if I'm saying that right or not. But um, yeah, if you look at like an electrical circuit, that's like what that's like. That's probably well, not what it's like. Well, and, and you drawing your 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 pen on the, <laughs> the table is not helping the podcast or our table. Um, so, as a, but when you're saying two exercises paired up, we don't mean necessarily that you are doing those exercises all as one exercise. It's not like a shoulder press and a squat combined into a thruster. Oh, we right. literally mean yeah. like you might be on a bench doing dumbbell shoulder press, but immediately stand up and go over and do walking lunges on the turf and then maybe rest 30 seconds before going back. Right. A straight set is whenever you do bench press, rest, bench press, rest, bench press, rest, that would be a straight set. A superset would be bench press, lunge, press, bench press, lunge, press, press, lunge. Say that five times fast. I don't know. I still feel like I'm saying it wrong. And then a circuit might be bench, lat pull down, lunge, bench, lat pull down, lunge, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's literally just how we pair up exercises. But we use a lot of supersets in our training because it allows us to rest one area while we work the other area. Yeah. And I think that's when people first start training with us and they do a set of bench presses and they're like, all right, let's come over here and do lunges. They're like, oh, well, are we done? (laughs) No, no, we're coming back. So explaining that ahead of time is, hey, we're going to be doing these exercises in a superset. Now you all know what a superset is. So let's say we did our main lift for the day and we've done a couple of supersets. What does the end of the workout look like? That depends on the day um, and also on if you're in one-on-one or semi-private. For most of my one-on-one clients, I like to end on core work. Um, I mean, again, this is dependent on the person, but core work that I'll tailor to them um, and make it customizable to, like, specifically which direction they need their core to get stronger or if they have, like, a specific, like, for example... um, if they really need to get their glutes stronger to help their low back, then we'll work on something like that. But if you're in the semi-private sessions, um, it's typically the end of the session is either really core based or we do like a really fun circuit. Um, so something like, for example, um, sled pushing and biking, but you do them within your group. So you're kind of dependent on the other people in your group finishing, which is really fun. Um, it sounds yeah. like it's a lot of pressure, but Not, everyone no pressure. in our groups are always like super supportive of each other. So it's always a really good time. Um, and the circuits are so much fun. Or they might be timed. It might be 30 seconds yeah. of the bike, 30 seconds of the rower, 30 seconds of slam balls, yeah. 30 seconds of bear crawls. Yeah. That actually sounds like a horrible That session. sounds really <laughs> rough. <laughs> we might be saving that yeah, one. Yeah, we'll have to save that one. Uh, yeah, so the way that, and I, I don't even want to try to explain how the things rotate because yeah. it's, very, it's very confusing for us, but the way that we do things on the back end, we spend a lot of time putting together your workouts. We always make sure that over the course of a given period of time, whether it's a week or, or a month or eight weeks, that we will have exposed you to a variety of different movements that we think are going to make you better at everyday activities outside the gym. Yeah. And each time that you come in here, you're going to be able to see progression because you're doing some of the same exercises, but also be, ex- be experiencing some new ways to move so that we can make sure that you have a good, well-rounded approach to your fitness. So depending on which day you, you come during the week, you may have a circuit that, we, that day or you may have core work. But if you come three days a week, you will always get two days of core and one day of a circuit. If you're coming to our semi-private sessions. Yeah, yeah. Um, just in the rotation that we have. So that's why we love it when people do three times a week in semi-private because those are the people who are making 
the, the, best, the most progress with our style of training because they get to see this consistent cycle. But if you can only make it two days a week or even one day a week, you're still going to get a great workout and a great overall program because of the way that we take the time to vary the things that we do yeah. while still having a system that we're talking about here of, of what they're expecting. Yeah. So let's say they finished up either their circuit or their core. What do you, what do, you do after your session? Um, well, after the sessions, um, <laughs> they're free. <laughs> you can um, leave. They can, they, you're free to leave. Um, you can, if you would like to do your own cool down and just hop on the rower and go really slow or hop on a bike or maybe literally just walk laps on the turf, like totally fine with that. Like that's like, I will never say no to that. Yeah. Um, and if you're brand new, after you leave your first session, um, typically your coach will come up to you. Well, not typically, they always come up to you and you know tell you great job um ask you how it felt like see if we can get any extra feedback from you that's going to help your program along as you go through um and then we'll typically almost always tell you please please eat yes. food <laughs> um so definitely make sure you're eating as soon as you possibly can and preferably a pretty full well-rounded meal when yeah. you're done um and then if you've already worked out a schedule, that's fine. But if you haven't, your coach will also work out your schedule and say, oh, I'll see you this time next week or I'll see you this time on two days from now and you'll get to see your coach again. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, the same, it's kind of the same thing. When you think about the, what, the things that you do to get ready for your workout are also the best things to do after mm-hmm. in that reverse order. Yep. So I wrote them down here so I could make sure I got it right whenever we reversed it. But so you said before, make sure you sleep, make sure you eat, make sure you hydrate, arrive early and warm up. Mm-hmm. Reversing that would be finish your workout, if you, especially after a circuit, don't just jump right back in your car. Yeah. Cool down for a bit. So that's the opposite of warming up is cooling down. Then hydrate, because a lot of times you can't eat right away, but you can definitely hydrate. Yeah. Then go eat, then go sleep. Yep. Now, I mean, obviously not if your workout's at 10 in the morning, but <laughs> yeah. that's kind of, you said, reverse order. And so the things that you do to, to help you get ready for a session are also the things that are going to help you recover better. And recovery is the key to actually making progress. Because when you're in the gym, acutely, you are making yourself weaker. It's why at the end of the session, you can't lift as much as the beginning of the session mm-hmm. because you're tired. So technically, you are getting weaker while you are working out. But when you recover, you recover and you come back stronger. And that's how you make progress with your lifting or you're running or whatever is it you're doing so making sure that you put just as much of a focus on your recovery as you do your actual session is important and that's the kind of thing that you can also when you're going home and hydrating and eating getting ready for bed feel free to text your coach oh yeah we are your coach even when you're not in here so if you have (laughs) questions about what should i do before my session text your coach if you have set questions after your session text your coach yeah you don't have your coach's number you can you can find them on on social media or you can go into our private facebook group that we have for people here at the studio uh, if you're doing virtual sessions obviously you have your coach's contact info but yeah. i definitely want people to know that you know if, if they're feeling super sore the next day and they want to know how they can feel less sore the coach is more than happy to give them recommendations after their session for sure yeah, yeah. So do you have anything else here? That's, that's kind of wraps um, up your, your everybody's first session. Uh, the only thing is that if this is your first, so if this is your very first session and it's also your first time being active in a long time, um, definitely expect to be sore yeah. the day after, maybe especially maybe two days after for sure. Um, but don't be discouraged if after your first session you're really, really, really sore and feeling 
really beat up. I mean, we don't ever want you to be so <laughs> sore that you can't function. Yeah. Um, but as your nervous system and your body adjust to everything that we're putting you through in your sessions, as long as you stay consistent, you're not going to get as sore after your sessions. And sometimes, like, you might not even get sore at all after your sessions. So the first one's always going to be And that doesn't mean that you didn't get a good workout, though. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're not making progress if you're not sore, which is, could be a whole other podcast. That, that is, yeah, because <laughs> actually that's the one John was talking about that with me this morning, about the one that, uh, that we're going to do coming up called what is a What Defines a Good Workout. Well, that's fun. Yeah, so we'll get into the whole soreness thing. That is a whole other conversation. But yeah. soreness is not an indicator that you did a good workout or a bad workout. Right. Or that you got stronger or you didn't get stronger. It's literally just, did you do something different? Yeah. Uh, is typically what makes you sore. Yeah. Uh, and the something I heard John say to his session the other day, his semi-private session to somebody who's brand new, is he said, I would rather you leave here knowing that you had a little bit extra in the tank. Yeah. Than to go completely crazy on your first session. Because he, you know, and you know this as a coach, that the person's first session if even if they feel like they still have, could have done a little bit more, the next day they'll realize, oh man, no, I definitely <laughs> yeah. couldn't have done because I'm sore today. Yeah. So we always want you to err on the side of being a little bit more conservative because a lot of what this is is teaching your body how to do these things, not just your muscles adapting. You have to right. have the neurological adaptations for it. Yeah. And that is, in the beginning, that's where the biggest gains come from is the neurological adaptations to exercise. So don't think that you're not making progress because you're not sore or because you're not lifting the heaviest weights. You're making progress because you're in here yeah. and you're moving yeah. and you're doing it on a consistent basis. Yeah. So, Cool. Anything else? Um, no, that's everything. Sweet. All right. So I mentioned in the beginning our Black, our Black Friday sale that starts today and runs through Monday. Uh, it goes all the way until Monday at 11.59. So you have until midnight Tuesday <laughs> to sign up for personal training. We have a 10% off sale for sessions here at Straight Shot in Frederick, Maryland, or down at Kinetics Physiotherapy and Performance down in Mount Holly, North Carolina, or online anywhere in the world. Uh, shout out to everybody who's still listening in India <laughs> and still listening in France and Australia and Canada right now right? other than the US those are our top ones at least today and there were two people in Russia oh, or at wow. least two computers in Russia <laughs> oh. or one person using a virtual private network oh. that was routing through Russia interesting so one of those but shout out to everybody listening around the world you can still train with us even if you're nowhere near Frederick, Maryland or Mount Holly North Carolina but our sale is on one-on-one sessions those are sessions just you and a coach in the facility or buddy sessions that's you and one other person and your coach so it's not the semi-private it's just you and your your partner or your friend whatever you and your the two of you and your coach 10% off those as well also 10% off virtual sessions those are the we call them zoom sessions but you can use whatever video conferencing you want to use with your coach uh, those were wildly popular during the pandemic but still a lot of people really like those and we want to keep offering those so we have a sale on those and we have a sale on workout programming and remote coaching. Workout programming and remote coaching are the workouts that we custom design for you inside of our app. It has over 400 demo videos of exercises. You get to log your workouts inside this app. You have a training journal. Your coach will be contacting you throughout the week and checking in with you weekly to make sure that you're making progress. They'll adjust your workouts as you go along and you can do workout programming and remote coaching in conjunction with any other training service you do with us. 
So Delaney has some people who do semi-private training who also do workout programming and remote coaching. Uh, we have some people who do one-on-one -on -one sessions who pair that up with it and some people who do virtual sessions who pair that up with workout programming and remote coaching. So think of your, your sessions as this is you, your time with your trainer, whereas the workout programming and remote coaching is all of the rest of your workouts and everything you need to do throughout the week outside of your time with your coach. So 10% off all of that runs in, throughout next Monday. I'm not sure whenever you're listening to this, but this would be Monday the, uh, bring my phone up, 30th, 29th? It's the 29th. 29th. Yep, through Monday the 29th. Uh, and you can head to our website, straightshottraining.com. There's banners all over the place that say Black Friday sale, and you can click on one of those to head in to the sale page and make sure you use the code training10 at checkout in order to get the 10% off. Is the of T those. capitalized? I, ch I tested it all different ways and it doesn't matter as oh, long cool. as it says training10. Yes, it does not have to be all caps, but I put it in all caps so that people would, it would stand out. Yeah. People understand See. you in order to get the discount, make sure you use training10. Uh, anything to add, Delaney? No. Awesome job. <laughs> you, you whipped this up very quickly. I'm very proud <laughs> <Thanks>. of you. Thanks. <laughs> awesome.